Ladies and gentlemen, hello, and welcome to a brand new podcast. My name's Alex, and I know quite a lot about history. And my name's RJ, and I don't know anything about history. Nothing at all? Nothing at all. I um, failed history as a GCSE, I believe. I did quite well in history. I think I got D, which isn't a fail, but it's like, I know world wars happened. Yes, you You know the basic. uh, Yeah, so the premise of this podcast is that as you're already aware, RJ knows nothing about history, yes. or at least the bare minimum. Yeah. I... And uh, he asked me to teach him. Yeah, because like... So we thought we could make it into a podcast. If you don't learn from history, you're destined to repeat it. Those who don't... Y- y- yes. That's yeah. exactly what I was about to say. I didn't really <laughs> realise that you said it. Yeah, that's literally... I See, I know something about history. I don't. I don't. I, I studied media production. What do folks. you remember from your GCSE history? Um, the Nazis were bad. Yeah. Um, there was a plague. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, ooh. Uh, the Battle of Hastings was in eight. Uh, wait, what was the fucking? Come on, there's a there's, sh- a, sh- 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 there's an insurance uh, company oh, named after it. Double oh, 1066. It happened in 1066. It did. That's a that's a topic for another episode. Okay. Do you know what we're going to talk about today? <laughs> the Tudors happened as well. The Tudors did happen. Basically, everything that has ever happened has happened. Has happened. That's yeah, history. That's history. That's what history is. Um, it's just a recording of all the things that have ever happened. Yes, essentially. Um, so, what have you brought to my doorstep well, today? Well, today, I thought, the first thing you mentioned when I asked you what you knew about history is the Nazis were bad. So, I thought we could talk about World War Two. Okay. What do you think? That's more than fine. Well, how much do you know about World War One? Not a lot. Um, it was. It seemed like someone killed someone, and everyone else got their dicks out and was just like, "You can't attack them because my dick's bigger. You can't attack them over there because my dick is bigger than your dick." And everyone had like guns and really wanted to test them out. Now, yes, the me- the metaphor that you used when you said dick there, you meant gun. Yeah, gun or artillery. My yeah. uh, my gun is much bigger than yours. Yes, actually, no. I think my gun's bigger than yours. World War One is a topic for another another podcast, yeah. perhaps a doubly long podcast, because World War One is oh, oh god, it's fucking weird. Like I know it's not necessarily weird. It's just for a four year conflict, there's so there's so much mm-hmm. to sort of get into. Because I, in my history classes, we talked about World War Two like a lot. I've forgotten mm-hmm. a lot of it. Um, oh, I so, just blasted past it. But when it came to World War One, it was like not even the teachers knew what went on. Yeah. That's the best way I can describe my so, knowledge on that. So tell me what you know about World War II. World War II. Um, Who were the main belligerents? The Nazis and Hitler. Yes. They they did the things. And um, basically, as far as I'm aware, it all happened because um, there were Jewish people, like people with disabilities, people of color, that... Just, they weren't getting on with... Just there was, kind of, they were kind of going about their own daily business and Hitler was like, no, nah, you're not yeah. allowed to do that. It's like um, the whole immigrant thing going on in Germany and it was just like, we're Germany, we, we are Germans, we want to just be Germans, get out. Well, yeah, basically. So after World War One happened, uh, the German government was forced to sign something called the Treaty of Versailles. Okay. Do you know about the Treaty of Versailles? No. So the Treaty of Versailles basically states that uh, Germany had to pay billions and billions of dollars of reparations to the Allied states that fought. So uh, Mm -hmm. France and Britain and Canada 
Australia and America. Even though America were barely in World War One, okay, were barely in World War Two, but still. Um, so economically, Germany wasn't doing super good. Also, mm. they had to sign on uh, for a clause called the War Guilt Clause, which basically meant they were responsible for the war. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So like the war. I know something about the League of Nations. The League of Nations is a post, is a post World War Two topic. Oh, I thought that was post World War One. No. Okay. Am I? Hang on. Because I thought I thought World War One happened, and then the League of Nations was formed. Basically, everyone in Europe—not everyone, but a lot of pla- places in Europe—were just like, "Let's not try and take over each other." And then Japan was like, "Hey, I want to take over this shit." No, that was that. Yeah, the League of Nations is a thing that happened, but you are thinking of post World War Two. Okay. Because basically, they went. Uh, who was the president at the time? FDR. Okay. Franklin Roosevelt. Yep. Went. And Charles de Gaulle, the president of France, went, we got to make sure this doesn't happen again. Because yeah. this happened once, and then we were like, I'll be fine. And then it happened again. So they decided that, I'll, I'll get onto that later. Yeah, yeah, later topic. Later. So Stick around, folks. <laughs> after World War One, okay, uh, something was put in place called the Weimar government, mm-hmm. which was a forced uh, democratic government. Uh, supposed to be temporary because uh, during World War One and prior to it, it was... So a left-wing kind of, is that what you mean? Yeah, sort more? of centrist, just democratic. Okay. Um, so prior to that, it was ruled by, it was pretty much an absolute monarchy led by a gentleman called Kaiser Wilhelm. Okay. Do you know the name? I've heard the name. Kaiser Wilhelm was, was Germany's leader during World War I. Okay. Um, so after that, there was a, a German government put in place in Weimar. Uh, it, was a, it was a bad time. There was economic crises all over the place, uh, obviously because of the massive amounts of reparations that Germany had to pay. The Ruhr mm-hmm. was occupied, which was Germany's main... Um, sort of coal and steel mining area, so they didn't have anything to export either. So yeah. they were doing really badly, and hyperinflation happened, and that's that's a topic for another Oh, yeah, day they, well. like, printed, like, a ton of money. They printed they so much money, and they didn't. Because the money wasn't worth anything. Yeah, the money stopped being anything. It wasn't yeah. worth anything. So all sorts of uh, radical groups. So it was a massive rise in communism, mm-hmm. massive rise in right-wing fascism with a, a group called the Freikorps, who were former soldiers, and also the... Deutsche Arbeiterparty, the German Workers' Party. Okay. Uh, I'll get to that. That's kind of like the... the. Um... I'll, I'll get to it. Okay, get okay. To it, don't worry. Uh, during this, there was a, a massive rise in anti-Semitism as well. Oh, Because, okay. <laughs> obviously, yeah. anti-Semitism, for those uninitiated, is not liking the Jews. Yeah. Um, because the, the Jews uh, classically have been good with money. And I think even even though Germany was experiencing some economic decline, the Jews still managed to Jewish people, I should say, the Jewish community in Germany still managed to make a decent go of it. So they were yeah. a, they were a scapegoat for Germany's economic crisis. Okay. And I think, I, it's really difficult to to understand why there was so much anti-Semitism in Germany at the time and sort of in well, general. Well, it's been going on for like thousands of yeah, years. Yeah, but it, so it, it, it stopped just... being because of anything and just started being because they were Jews and they're just classically seeing and the stereotypes of Jews, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was just, yeah. The, well, you can take a look now. So, like, the whole, um, uh, if the um, Muslim community is a scapegoat now for, say, like, in, typically in Britain, well, especially in Britain. Um, somewhat, yes. Uh, I mean, somewhat, yes. Just, say, like, when we had the economic crisis mm-hmm. uh, of 2008, there was a lot going on then. Like, I heard a ton of stuff just being like, oh, they take, like, they you, you know, the typical, they're taking over our businesses that we're losing jobs because of them because they'll do it cheaper. Coming over here and stealing our uh, jobs, basically. Yes, yeah. 
Uh, we're not necessarily. That's not the case. It's just no. A, I know that's it's, just it's a, a scapegoat. That's just the mantra that was that was applied. Was applied, um, and it's still getting used. But um, yes. that's the. I'm guessing that's the best kind of the best uh, kind of comparison yeah, to, to put to it modern into. day. Yeah. So as I mentioned, the Deutsche Arbeiterparty, hereby referred to as the DAP, because I don't want to speak German too much. The DAP. The DAP. The DAP. DAP. Oh, DAP on them haters. Shut up. <laughs> Led by a gentleman called Anton Drexler. Okay. What's so funny about that? It just, that sounds like such a villainous name already. Does a bit. Just I, think, like, I think Drexler sounds like a Pokemon. Drexler, po- Drexler sounds like a Pokemon. Drexler. 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 Being an electric type Pokemon, I think. Electric um, ground type? For me, it's, it sounds like it, 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 it sounds like it messes itself up. Uh, but just like, it sounds like it digs. Yes. Digs and it just goes, Drexler. So the DAP. Mm-hmm. led by Anton Drexler, were a far-right-wing party mm-hmm. that believed in nationalism and pan-Germanism. You mentioned about like Germany for the Germans and people like that, and they yep. was, tried to establish a sense of national unity. This was one of the main parties that was doing that. Okay. In 1919, uh, a former... a failed painter, former army oh. colonel, oh. joined the, the DAP. Is this? Go on. No, yeah, I want you to say it. No, go on. I want you to say it. Uh, a certain Adolf Hitler. <gasps> Boy! <laughs> of course it was. Of course it was. Joined the German Workers' Party. Yeah. Uh, rose up the ranks very quickly, and in 1920 he became the leader of the Workers' Party. Re- 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 excuse me. Renaming it the National Socialist German Workers' Party, or in German, Nationalsozialist Deutsche Arbeiterparty, where the word Nazi comes from. <sighs> so the NSDAP, Fucking or if you like, the Nazi Party. Nazi were formed properly in 1920. Mm-hmm. Um, Hitler became their leader. Obviously, he was disenfranchised with the Weimar government. And in 1923, we're skipping a bit now. Okay. Skipping those three years. Time hop. Nothing massive happened in those years. Just sort of Hitler becoming building, a, it, up. building yeah. it up and becoming a bit of a political entity in Germany. Kind of like Donald Trump in the um, years running up to the election. He, yes. I'm he not was, making an assumption thing between the two. I was just, yeah, sorry. He was, <laughs> he was based in Bavaria in Munich. Yep. Okay. So, in 1923, there was something called the Beer Hall Putsch. Now, Putsch. The Beer Hall Putsch. Beer Hall. A beer hall. A German beer hall, right? Okay. I thought you said Beer Hall Push. A Beer Hall Push. A Beer Hall Push. What is that? Uh, I don't know. Just a hole you push beer into. (laughs) It's just your mouth, isn't (laughs) it? Just your mouth. Um, Uh, Carry on. So, Putsch is the German word for uprising. Okay. It means the same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. So they basically attempted to seize power from the government mm-hmm. in this beautiful putsch. It failed, needless to say. Um, it was uh, several of Hitler's main allies, so Ernst Rom, whose name will come up again. Uh, I think his name was Erich Lutendorf, okay. uh, former army colonel. Um, and Hitler was arrested and went to prison, wherein he wrote... Mein Kampf. Mein Kampf. Fucking... It's essentially a dossier of Jewish hatred and... Later, all his ideas. Dear diary, I um, hate the Jews. Pretty much. He was supposed to be in prison until 1928. Uh, but he got out of jail after nine months for good behavior. Oh, I bet they regret that now. I'm sure they do. Um, and so obviously he, he regained control of uh, the Nazi party. Uh, it grew in power. It, pre- it was preaching pan-Germanism, just like the DAP was, mm-hmm. about how all the... So all Germanic races, they're all Germans. So like... Hmm. Uh, German Czechs, or Germanic Czechs, Germanic Austrians, uh, some of the Poles as well. 
anti-Semitism, because for some reason anti-Semitism was just really popular in the 30s and 20s. Okay. Everyone just disliked Jews. And anti-communism. Now, communism was growing massively in pre-World War II Germany, and people were afraid of it. Mm-hmm. In much the same way as they were really terrified of it in America for a bit. Mm-hmm. For a bit. 50 years. Yeah. Um, so, fast forward a little bit. Uh, into 1933, the Nazi party was the most powerful party in Germany, and subsequently they were elected in 1933. Hitler became the chancellor, uh, who was the, if you like, prime minister, Okay. Uh, underneath the president, oh. which was a gentleman called Paul von Hindenburg. Mm-hmm. He is who the, the uh, dirigible was named after. The what? The dirigible, the airship. Oh, right. Oh, the humanity? The Hindenburg disaster? Yeah, no, I was about to say, isn't that the Hindenburg disaster? Yep, it was named after Paul Hindenburg. There we are then. Is it is it his disaster? Did, or is it just because the ship was named after him? It, was, it just, just happened to be named after him. The ship was called the Hindenburg and it crashed. It's called the Hindenburg disaster. Okay. So, another important thing that happened in 1933. Now, now Hitler's in power. Now Hitler's the prime minister. He somehow managed to pass... So, okay, let me just... A little bit of setup. Germany has something called the Reichstag. Reich, Empire, or Stag, uh, it's, I'm not yeah. sure what the word means. It's the Parliament. Okay. It's German Parliament, it's the Reichstag. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hitler never really got on well with the Reichstag, because they, they never let him do anything. Um, but in 19, later in 1933, he managed to push through what's called the Enabling Act. The Enabling Act. This is all sort of slightly boring politicky sort of stuff, but we're getting somewhere. This Trust is me. the prequels to the Star Wars yeah. trilogy. This is the... the, the Separatist trade agreements from episode one. I was going to say, are we on uh, Phantom Menace or are we on we're, Attack of the Clones? Because cur- they're both equally boring. Currently, we're on, we're on Attack of the Clones. Uh, okay. Attack of Fan- the Fan- Fan- Phantom Menace, sorry. Unpopular opinion. Attack of the Clones is worse than Phantom Menace. Uh, it's an opinion that I share. Good, good. Because episode two was total garbage. Yes, carry on. Uh, yes, so the Enabling Act, I don't know how he managed to get through government, but it'll basically allow the government, so mm-hmm. him and his cabinet, to pass laws without Reichstag approval. Okay. Just executive action, be like, we want this law, done. Done. So there's no, like, Congress or, par- like, Parliament to really no. push it through. It's so, just, I made this decision, it's happening. Yes, essentially. Okay. One of the main things, one of the main positives that happened for Germany in during Hitler's first few years as Chancellor is they started to not respect any of the, rep- any of the reparation um, deals that were made in the Treaty of Versailles 20 years previous. Okay. Well, 15 years previous, uh, Germany went into an economic uptick. Yep. And so they started to recover, and basically Hitler was planning this war the whole time. Oh, my God. So he just started to build up his economy. Uh, In 1934, Mm -hmm. something happened called the Night of the Long Knives. Now, Hitler had his own personal troops called the SA, the Sturmabteilung. Led by a gentleman called Ernst Rom, who I've mentioned before. I just want to put out there that the Night of the Long Knives... Sounds like an amazing, like, episode of, like, a gritty TV show. Or, an um, like, a really okay-ish kind of horror film. Yeah, The Night of the Long Knives, also called Kristallnacht. Kristallnacht. I'll, I'll explain for why. Okay. Basically, The Night of the Long Knives was a night where the SA, Hitler's personal yeah, stormtroopers, yeah. uh, mm. went around and destroyed a lot of uh, Jewish businesses. Oh. Uh, they smashed so many windows that the broken glass on the floor appeared to look like crystals. It's okay. crystal night. Crystal, yeah. crystal night. Crystal night. They also burned several synagogues and things like that. It was just a, basically a, 
That's a statement of, of anti-Semitism. Yeah. And he was allowed to do it. He didn't break any laws because of the Nuremberg laws that had happened. Yeah, because he, he ended up to being stop, passed that this is all okay. To, yeah. stop, to stop Jews from owning businesses and things like that. Oh my God. Oh, carry on. Yeah, no, he was a shit. I hate history. So moving closer to the war, the yeah. start of the war, uh, preaching his pan-Germanism, he wanted to expand into more German areas. Yeah. So the Anschluss, it was called, of 1936 with Austria. I can't remember what Anschluss means exactly. It means the annexation of Austria. Austria yeah. became part of Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all people in Austria are German. I remember something about this in GCSE. <laughs> yes. Um, in 1937, actually, something I don't have in my notes, but I need to add in, okay. Japan, another belligerent of World War II, declared yeah. war on China over Manchuria. I know about this. Have you ever seen the Manchurian Candidate? Uh, no. Yeah, so Japan and China are at war. Japan have been in several wars for 10 years at this point. Yeah. We shan't get into that yet. Uh, later in 1939, mm-hmm. I think September, no, can't be September. I can't remember exactly. 1939, uh, Germany annexed the Sudetenland, which is a German, a Germanic area of Czechoslovakia. Mm-hmm. And later, the rest of Czechoslovakia, after promising not to. He promised Britain that he and France that he would not invade Czechoslovakia, and then he did. Wait, who, who, the the Germany or Japan? Oh, Germany now. Germany in this. Okay. Mainly yeah. we'll be we'll be focusing on you the promised. European theater of battle. Yeah, because we when, when you said Japan that, then I thought it was just like wait, I thought that was the League of Nations after World War Two. We carry on. <laughs> um, yes, and then later they they said, okay, well you've invaded Czechoslovakia now, you must promise not to invade Poland. Okay. Hitler went, yeah, all right. Fine. <laughs> and then uh, 70, 78 years ago, 78 years ago in one day, today, mm-hmm. Hitler invaded Poland on the 1st of September 1939. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the reason he invaded Poland was because now that he's got all the German states under his control, yeah. he wants to expand the German race into the Aryan master race that he believes exists, where the Germans are like the best the best people, the best race, the strongest, the smartest. Yeah. So he needed more room. It's called Lebensraum, living room, for the expansion of this German race. Yeah. So he thought, oh, Poland's big. I'll have Poland. Oh my God. So he invaded Poland. Britain and France went, ah, no, come on. It's and a bit much. They declared war. And this is seen as the sort of de facto start of World War II. Yeah. Where it, where it began in earnest. 19, everyone knows 1939 to 1945. The, sec, the, the 1st of September 1939 is when, is when Germany properly, properly got invaded. Yeah. So how are you feeling so far? It's a bit of a ride, isn't it? Am I melting like, your brain? It's, it's like, oh, um, this makes a lot more sense than there was an evil guy that wanted to take over the world mm-hmm. and make this race of people to be one thing. Uh, then uh, he attacked America. America got involved with Britain, and uh, everyone chased them back into Germany. That I mean, that's that's and, sort of and Adolf Hitler killed himself. That's the sadness. that's the Cliff Notes yeah, version that's, of that's, World War Two. Yeah, that's that's what I got. Bad man yeah. in Germany killed a bunch of Jews, declared a war, lost, killed himself. Yeah, that's um, did, spoilers, by the way. Did. Okay, you're probably going to get onto this, I guess. But uh, did Russia like like do a lot for world like to help chase? Oh yes, like, I am getting onto that. Okay, because if history kind of teaches me that Britain did the majority of the work. 
Britain and France held down Europe for a while. Russia okay. held from the other side. And then in 1941, mm-hmm. America joined the war. And yeah. pretty much just batted in there and went, yeah, we're winning. And it, <laughs> it, it helped a lot. Yeah. It was kind of a stalemate. It looked like it was going one way. It looked like it was going the other way. Yeah. And then America went, yeah, we'll help you. Yeah. And kind of won it. But, That's why the America, America... But what about Russia? Was Russia helping... Russia was helping us, weren't they? It's, are you getting onto Again, that? Okay. We'll get to that. Okay. Because those Russians, those Soviets are shady bastards. Oh, okay, okay. Because I, from growing up, I understood kind of like an element of being like, Russia is bad. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's what I got taught in school. Russia is bad. They're not as bad as they used to be, though. That's kind of what I just get taught. Um uh, which actually, this is why this this podcast is important to me because, as I said, I want to learn about history and where we are at as a civilization now. Um, well, before we go on, I just want to say if you're enjoying this podcast, please make sure you subscribe to I Don't Know Anything About History on RJ. Give us me, give me the various platforms. Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, um, I believe Blueberry. Um, yes, I, I, I would have put it on Blueberry as well. Uh, you can also take a look at podmage.com and uh, find the remainder of the links there. But if you found us randomly on iTunes or wherever you're listening to, um, I mean, yeah, just give us a review on those, I guess. Well. Also, make sure you uh, subscribe to Cup of RJ. Hi, my name's RJ. The Cup of RJ podcast is a talk show that I do weekly uh, with a bunch of my friends. Um, rolling cast of platform kind of people we play some games we have a laugh uh it's just a fun time alex has been on it twice. i've been on it yeah twice, twice so far yeah uh so yeah just go to coverrj.uk or podminch.com and you'll find it there uh it's a fun time uh yeah it's a fun time. it is a fun not time. like world war ii that was not a fun like time. world war ii back to world war ii speaking Part of world two. war ii yeah right. we are <clears throat> so we discussed pre-war Mm-hmm. Discuss pre-war Europe, and now we're into the war. How the war began, mm-hmm. what Hitler, Hitler's machinations, and Hitler's his, macarena, not his macarena. <laughs> the war proper. Okay. So uh, Germany had several allies in in in. We laughing at? I'm just laughing at macarena. The idea of Adolf Hitler doing the macarena. Yeah, just the idea of like Adolf Hitler just there, like now. Don't you worry about my boyfriend, the boy whose name is Rigorino. <laughs> Boyfriend whose name is Hermann Goering. <laughs> the boy who you get is... that if you knew anything about history. <laughs> <laughs> well, your podcast needs to be teaching me. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. If you wouldn't start laughing about it, singing the, the goddamn Macarena. Macarena. Germany had several allies in Europe already. Yeah. So one of the main ones was Italy, led by a gentleman called Benito Mussolini, who you may have heard of. I I do know this man. Mussolini, big fascist, hated Jews a bit. Not nearly as much as Hitler. Um, sort of, he was the blueprint for Hitler's own rise to power. Because like, Hitler was just like, hey, Italy, yeah. um, want to help me fucking, like, make a wall? <laughs> M- Mussolini was, now while he was a fascist and the, the, the fascism grew in Italy, really. Okay. Um, it was never, he was never really that, he didn't really believe in murdering all the Jews. And a lot of Jews in Italy were kind of fine Okay. Sort of. There was some persecution, but not nearly to the degree that that um, Hitler gave to them. Also, Japan was a member of this axis. Now, Japan, as mm-hmm. I mentioned, were at war with nationalist China. Yeah. Um, over Manchuria and several other places. They were just b- being being a belligerent, basically. Yeah. Being annoying and sort of messing things up. How do I know so much about Japan? I don't know. 
I know it is. I'm coming at you with a lot of Japan we'll, stuff. We'll do an episode about Japan, uh, about feudal, the, the Edo period I know Japan, why. It's, it's, it's Bill Wirtz made that video oh. uh, about Japan, and that's in my head. I was just like, how do I know about Italy and Japan getting involved with Germany during World <laughs> War II? Oh, it's that one video that's got all the memes in. Apparently, if you want to teach me history, put memes in it. Go on. <laughs> now, this alliance was referred to as the Axis powers. Okay. As opposed to the Allied powers, which at this moment was Britain and France. Yep. In 1939, Germany signed... Uh, uh, I've written alliance in my notes. It's not an alliance. It's a non-aggression pact. Okay. Uh, the foreign secretary of Russia. Mm-hmm. Can't remember his first name, but his last name is Molotov. I know, right? Is that what, what the Molotov's named after? I don't know. And kind of the know. German foreign secretary, I think his name is Hans. I'm not sure. Ribbentrop. Von Ribbentrop. They met up and signed the Molotov Ribbentrop. <laughs> They met up and signed the inventively named Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact. Okay. Uh, in 1939. So, it seemed as though the USSR was also going to supply. Yeah. Uh, it is. It is named after... Just after. taking a break, Vyacheslav Molotov. Yeah. Uh, it, the, the Molotov cocktail is named after him. Okay, I was just... I just had to double check That's that. fine. It was... I'm sorry. I knew it was going to play okay. on the back of my head. So, the USSR was actually... Uh, between 1939 and 1941, were actually supplying Germany. Oh. oh. With, with arms and things like that. And they were signed into a non-aggression pact. Who was in charge of Russia at this point? RJ? The USSR, I should say? Pun? Who was in charge of the USSR at this point? It's Russia, innit? Yeah. Fucking... Wait, you have to... Yeah, I'm asking for an specifically. Yep, what man? Uh, Who's in charge of Russia? Oh, no. It's not... It's the other one. It's not... It's it's not fucking Putin. It's the one with the other funny last name, isn't it? Um, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to give up. It was, you tell uh, me. It was Big Joe Stalin. Stalin. Yeah. Okay. Big I Joe get, Stalin. Because I always used to get Putin and Stalin mixed up. And now Putin is kind of... Putin's alive and Stalin and, died in 1986. No, but that's the thing. I get them confused. Because once again, my school didn't teach me fuck all oh, about there's Russia. there's one called Lenin as well. That's going to mess you up. We'll talk about the... Is John Lennon... It's not John Lennon. Book? Are we going to talk about uh, that book, Not of Mice and Men? Uh, it's, on my, it's on my board somewhere. Um, the book that made John Lennon get shot, The Catcher in the Rye. Oh, by Salinger. Yeah, it's Salinger. Good book. My Salinger. sister hates it. Uh, it's a book that's up its own ass, but it's good. Where were we? So the non-aggression pact with the USSR, okay? Mm-hmm. So that happened, and the German bloc seemed to be unbeatable. Okay. In 1940, Germany invaded France. Now, they, I'm pretty sure they invaded... Let me. I'm not sure if I'm getting my dates right. On the 10th of May, and the, the annexation was complete by the 25th of June. Just over a month. That's why the British always talk about the French just giving up and surrendering. They utterly capitulated against, against the might of Germany. Now, it's not France's fault. France was the, probably the main fighter for the Allied side in World War I. They've been absolutely, their military had been obliterated. Mm-hmm. So it was difficult for them. Uh, in 1940, there was also a planned invasion of Britain. Um, Germany sent Luftwaffe forces, Luftwaffe being the Air Force, okay. over to bomb Britain. Yeah. And we had a big aerial battle with them called what, RJ? 
I don't know. The inventively named Battle of Britain. Oh, jeez. That's lame. I know, which you'll probably have that's heard about. That's lame. Like, the Battle um, of Hastings is, like, a fun name. That's where... The, that's, the, what is the Battle of the Roses or something you said? The War of the Roses. War of the Roses. That's cool. That's cool. If you... Battle of Britain, what? Are you fucking fighting over tea? Sorry. All right, now. Well, if you think about it, the War of the Roses was the Battle of Britain, the main one, because it's between two British people and the British Civil War. Oh, there we go. Which, there are, there are so many British Civil Wars, I'll talk to you. I'll, I'll, I'll get through them. I'll get through them on the podcast eventually. Anyway, so the Battle of Britain. Uh, have you ever heard that song, Those Magnificent Men and Their Flying Machines? Yes. They go up to Leopold, they go down to Leandan? Yes. That's talking about the fighter pilots in World War II. Okay. Spitfire pilots. One out, they dog fought, dog, had dogfights with these Messerschmitts. They fought them down. Eventually, Britain won the Battle of Britain. They repelled the Germans. There was a whole thing between 1940 and 1941 called the yeah. Blitz. I know about the Blitz. I know about the Blitz. Which is just a, the systematic bombing of Britain. Yes. Just continual. Um, those poor people in Coventry, their city was absolutely fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. So There are still bullet holes In the Swansea Library Yeah But They couldn't do it They couldn't, be, they couldn't invade Britain So That was a little knock They've got France however Yep uh, Also They have another ally in Spain Actually I should say 1936 uh, Oh god What was his name? Fra- Francesco Fra- Francisco Franco General Franco if there's anything wrong in this podcast, feel free to uh, just message us. His name was Franco. No. In 1936, there was a, the Spanish Civil War. Franco uh, took took control of took control of Spain. It became a nationalist state. Uh, yeah. Allied itself with Germany somewhat. Um, now, probably the biggest turning point of World War Two. In 1941, do you know what happened? No. In uh, the Pacific Ocean? No, I don't know anything about history. Well, you're about to learn some more. Oh, shit. The Americans got involved in the war. Do you know why they got involved in the war? Oh, f- oh, here we go. It. What do you get when you open an oyster? It's Pearl. Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I the was attack about to on do a harbor bit. Atta- you were about to get blank, add blank equals Pearl Harbor. This isn't a joke. This is a very serious incident yeah. that happened. The Pearl Japanese Harbor. attacked Pearl Harbor. Yes. I'm not going to go into that much detail about Pearl Harbor. Watch the um, movie. Japan, as, as Don't we, watch as we them. Discussed, it's terrible. As we discussed earlier, that's because uh, Japan teamed up with Germany. And they were... Were they ordered to? Yes. Um, okay, no, no, they just sort of joined in. Um, at, at this point in 1941, Germany turned on one of their biggest non-aggressors, the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. They invaded the United Soviet Socialist Republics, or Russia, if you like. And obviously, Russia then joined our side, the Russians, as they were called. Um, the Russians got involved, the Americans got involved, the, the, uh, the Germans were fighting on so many fronts. Um, in 1942, do you know who Montgomery is? Commander Mon- the, Sounds the, like an old man. The tank commander. No. Tank Commander Montgomery wears like a purple berry. Literally, no. It's very famous pictures of him. He was a tank commander. I wonder how many was... like history his, his history people, people who like history, listen to this podcast and going, oh, Jay's a fucking <laughs> He was the commander of the British forces in Africa. I'm not, I'm not sure about everywhere else, but Oops, he fought a gentleman called, uh, the commander of the German forces in Africa was called Erwin Rommel. Yeah. And eventually, in the north of Africa, because Germany, the Germans uh, went down into Africa as well. 
the German and Italian forces in Africa were completely defeated mm-hmm. in 1942, driven out. Out they go. And the Germans, uh, here, here is the, mo- the turning point of World War II, suffered their most crushing defeat at the hands of the Soviets at, a, at the Battle of Stalingrad, which I'm sure you've heard of. Stalingrad. In 1942. They've been marching for months and months in these horribly, horribly snowy conditions, and the Russians have just sat there waiting for them, and they murdered thousands and thousands and thousands of them. My Lord. Shot them all down. At this point, Germany wasn't looking so good, so the Americans decided to make their first move. Now, they invaded Sicily. They got dropped into Sicily, which mm-hmm. is just at the, the, little, the little deflated football at the end of Italy, if you like. And, and, and then Italy. They moved up into Italy, uh, leading to the Italian surrender in 1943. <coughs> so Germany's now lost one of its biggest European allies. Excuse me. <coughs> you can cut that out. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you okay? Yes. Which then, I need some water or something. Do you want to, have you got, do you want to drink co- my have coffee? Have a sip of coffee, yeah. Have a sip of my coffee. You can cut this out. That's the note. I'm just going to leave it in. This is a good time. If there's any issues with this podcast, if you <sighs> find anything inaccurate, we will update it on the next podcast in which we hear this. Good Lord, I've been talking constantly um, for 20 minutes. Uh, you can, <coughs> you can uh, tweet us at IDN, no, IDKAA pod, um, history. Oh, you uh, started that already, have you? Yeah, I just started. I just, I literally, that's, I, I have created it. Is that what you were doing? Okay. I was listening to you as well. Oh, well, good. I, 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 I heard Stalingrad. It's okay. I was paying so. attention. Uh, but as, yes. Yeah, what else did you hear? Did you hear uh, the Italian surrender in 1943? You're lying to me right now. Nope. Wait. I've actually talked about that. The invasion of Oh, wait, no, no. That the one we were like out, out the go thing. That was Africa. Okay, sorry. As I said, this is why I failed history. Um, But yeah. No, no, no. I hear. Yeah, carry on. Okay. (laughs) I'll just repeat it just in case. Okay. America dropped troops into Sicily and invaded Sicily and then further into Italy, uh, leading to the Italian surrender in 1943. Ah, yes. So the Italians were defeated in Africa. The Italians were defeated in, in Italy. Okay. Mussolini was captured. Uh, he was eventually released and he formed another northern Italian republic that lasted for two months and was defeated again immediately. But oh, God. I won't go into that because that's complicated. <clears throat> well, the whole war was complicated. They were losing on the eastern front to the Russians. Yeah. They were losing on the southern front in Italy and Africa. Yeah. Uh, they realized they couldn't maintain this level of war. So the Germans began to began what the systematic retreat of all their forces into Germany. Mm-hmm. Which led to the 6th of June, 1944. Mm-hmm. Yes. D-Day. You know about D-Day? Yes, I know about D-Day. So D-Day was... This was the Cliff Notes version of history my school taught me about. D-Day was a uh, landing on the Normandy beaches. Yes. By American, Canadian and British troops. I haven't watched this film in ages, but isn't that the start <clears throat> of Saving Private Ryan? It is the start of Saving Private Ryan. That is, that's Normandy Beach. I was shown this film in history, by the way. <coughs> this is how I got taught history. That's Omaha Beach. Mm-hmm. The main one in, uh, the main American landing point. Now, that was the most heavily defended one. Uh, Britain went down the side and landed on Sword Beach and pretty much rec- re- encountered no resistance until much further on. Yeah. Essentially, yes. It, while it was an ex- extremely bloody and horrible ordeal for everyone involved. Yeah. We took those beaches. Yes. Say we. The Americans took those beaches. Uh, and then 
nothing massively noteworthy happened. There were several battles. They moved into Carantan and there were tank battles and all sorts of things. Watch Saving Private Ryan. It's a it's a pretty good it's a pretty good depiction of what 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 it was what like was fighting in Germany, yeah. right? The invasion of France. Eventually, we swept the Germans out of France. And we began to advance on Germany. The Soviets were, fur were further ahead of us. They advanced on Germany. Uh, we basically the Americans and the Soviets met in the middle. It's so weird in, that, in Germany. that like Germany had managed. Germany did what Pepsi did with that fucking advert that they recently did. They fucked off everyone enough to be like, you know what? Fuck you. Pretty We're much getting involved. Pretty much. We hate each other, but fuck you. In 1945, yeah. the Soviet Union captured Berlin. Uh, the unconditional surrender of Germany came on the 8th of May 1945, yeah. after Hitler was found dead in his bunker. What? Do you... I don't know that much about Hitler killing himself. Yeah. Do you... <laughs> Shot himself in the mouth. Shot... Because he lost the war? Oh yeah, he, he knew he'd be put on trial and killed. So he did Afterwards. it himself. Okay. So he, he because didn't I... Die. I heard that he took a cyanide pill uh, with Ava... Ava Braun. Braun. Uh, did he shoot himself in the face? Let's, are we going to do a quick little... We can do, yeah. He, he killed himself in, in, in some manner. He and Ava Braun, his, his wife. Okay, I typed in, how did Hitler kill? And apparently, Hitler killed his dog. <laughs> All right, now this is more important to me history-wise now. Blondie. Was Adolf Hitler... He killed Ava Braun's two dogs... Uh, and his own dachshund that was later captured by the Allies. Oh, he killed his dog so that it wouldn't get captured by the Allies. How did Hitler kill himself? <laughs> Sorry, I, I care more about dogs than I do people. Uh, how did... <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Why am I singing You've just Googled how to kill, how to kill, his, kill his dog again. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can tell this is really important to me. Uh, Adolf Hitler... Uh, commit suicide in his underground bunker. Uh, Adolf Hitler, was dictator, was buried away in a refurbished air raid, um, air raid shelter, consumed cyanide capsule. I knew more about history than you. Read it. Read it. Um, cyanide capsule then shoots himself, himself with, with a pistol. pistol. Okay, we were both. We were right. both right. right. Takes we a cyanide capsule, make, just himself. to make sure it works. Shoots himself in the face. Uh, on this day in 1945, as his 1,000-year reign collapses above him, oh his 1,000-year Reich. Which lasted for twelve years. <laughs> God, that's yes. not, that is one percent mm -hmm. of the time. So the unconditional surrender of Germany happened on the eighth of May, nineteen forty-five. A gentleman called Karl Dönitz, an admiral, became the new Führer for all of like a few days. Yeah, uh, basically called up Eisenhower and went, "Yeah, we give up." Okay, because that's what I want to know. Like after Hitler killed himself, mm -hmm. it wasn't just Hitler that was making all this happen. Nope. So. If, a just lot he of them himself. also killed themselves. So a ton of them killed themselves. And then uh, Goebbels, so this, the guy who was in charge yeah. at this point. So how did he come in charge then? Because he was the secondary or something? He was the leader of the Navy. He was the leader of he, the Navy. He wasn't like a... I, don't, I wouldn't call him so, a member of the Nazi party as such. He, he was allowed to... He, he faced was, his crimes and went to jail. He wasn't killed, though, in the Nuremberg trials. Okay. So he was like... Because he was the leader of the Navy, he then... Because I'm guessing it would be like... Um, uh, military state would have been for, a, for case. a bit, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll without a leader, that. I guess. Well, unless there was, well, if a lot of them killed themselves, if so he calls Hit them up and then Hitler, surrenders, then yeah, Himmler, Bormann, Goebbels, um, 
I'm sorry, but Himmler just sounds like like an alternate universe Himmler. version of Hitler. Burgdorf, all top themselves. Goering was captured, uh, killed himself the day before his execution. Mm-hmm. So that happened. Um, so in 1945, uh, the Allies met in sort of a suburb, not a suburb, a town outside Berlin called Potsdam, where they would later have a conference. Uh, they had they declared the Potsdam Declaration, which was basically their terms for the Japanese surrender. Because the Japanese are still going. The Japanese did not. They did not surrender. They were like, nah, mate. Get away. Mm-hmm. So, on the 6th of June... 6th of June? I think it's 6th, 6th of June and the 9th of June. I'm not 100% sure about my dates. 1945, two of the most earth-shattering events happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the atomic bomb drops on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. Japan originally wasn't going to surrender after that. They originally weren't, but they were worried about more atomic strikes from the Russians, uh, actual military combat from the Russians, the Americans invading Japan. So they Wait, went. So why did America strike them with that bomb? Because they they called for their surrender. Yeah. They said, they "Look, if you don't if you don't surrender this war, we forced to take extreme measures." They said, "Go on then." Oh, and the Americans went, "Look, we've got to stick to our word." Oh, pretty God. much. There's like the Japanese surrender, and therefore the official end of World War Two. But they they strike twice, didn't they? Yes, three days apart. Three days apart, and they, what, where were they? Hiroshima. Yeah. And Nagasaki. Nagasaki. Okay. Yeah. I know. I know the names of the bombs. I think the one that was dropped on Hiroshima was called Little Boy, and the one that was dropped on Nagasaki was called Fat Man. These are their code names. Ew! Ew! Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Um, Japan's still feeling effects from that. And the, the world is still feeling effects from that. You get background radiation. If you get a Geiger meter out, there'll be some. Because a lot of, a lot of it is just like regular reg- radiation that we have from just radon present. Yeah. But also there's background radiation from Chernobyl and these two bombs that are still there. It's going to be hanging around the universe for, not the universe, the Earth for thousands of years. Yeah, I know. the half-life is massive. Yes. So um, today, when uh, on the recording of this video, yeah. set the podcast, I should say, the 2nd of September... 1945, because yeah. today is the 2nd of September, 2017. Yeah. Uh, the Japanese surrendered, and it marked the official end of World War II. Oh, my God. One of the most horrible, bloodiest combat um, wars in the history of the world. Because you just... How I understood history is just like, it ended when Hitler died. That was oh, my... No. no, that's how I understood it. And there was something about... I didn't know time-wise, really, when these bombs were dropped. Mm-hmm. Um this is how poor my history education was. Um, the war in Europe ended in May. It's so weird. It's so weird that you just... Well, I wasn't taught this. Because I'm just like... Uh, it's such a... Dis- uh, obviously, war shouldn't happen in the first place. I hate war. Uh, obviously, who likes war? Fascists, I guess. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? I don't know if anyone really likes war. Sometimes war's necessary. Yeah. Sometimes it's unnecessary. Like Iraq. We're getting political. Where's the political bell that we said that we get? Ding, 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 ding. ding. Um, that is... An, oh, I feel so drained. Is this how I'm going to feel after ed- well, the end of every podcast? there is more. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so, the third category of my notes is called post-war. Do you want to take a little break? Remember, please follow us on Twitter at uh, IDA... No, wait. IDKAA IDKAA History. Where you can let us know what we got wrong, uh, or just 
send us a friendly tweet. Alex is in charge of the Twitter. I'm not going to do it. Oh, I am I? Tweet enough. Yeah, it's, it's about time you joined Twitter. Uh, also, if you enjoyed this podcast so far, you can like and subscribe. Not like, like rate and us and subscribe. Well, if you like it, just in your head, you can do that. Yeah, subscribe, just... give us a five-star rating. Uh, follow at Cuppa RJ on Twitter. Follow at Alex Vakili. That's me on Twitter. Um, subscribe to Cuppa RJ. Yeah. That's break number two. That's break number two. Remember to check out podmage.com. Break number two over. Guess what's coming next, RJ? It's post-war. The don't read my notes. That's well, You just said it was post-war. Post-war Germany. So there's not a lot to this, to be honest with you, because then we start going into American-Soviet conflicts and the proxy wars and Korea and Vietnam yeah. and the Cold War. But the main things that happened, between 1945 and 1946, there were what were called the, the Nuremberg Trials, mm-hmm. which were a series of trials that happened. Um, so people were perpetrators of these crimes. So the, ma- the main Nazis that were left alive were uh, tried in front of a, a big court. Yeah. Military court. Okay. Uh, Goering was the main one, Hermann Goering. The rest of them had all uh, killed themselves by now to try and escape this. But Hermann Goering was sentenced to die and he killed himself the day beforehand. Uh, Adolf Eichmann, yeah. another prominent Nazi, escaped to Argentina, but he was tracked down by the Israeli Special Forces, Mossad. Okay. And brought to justice. Um... There, people think there are several Nazis that did get away. That managed to escape and live out their days somewhere, somewhere peacefully. That makes me sick. It probably did happen. I mean, there was a lot I'm of I'm sure them. there were. There's the whole um, people who fought for the Nazis going back to their, their homelands and just feeling guilty the rest of their days. With swastikas carved in their foreheads. Essentially. Have you seen Inglorious Bastards? No. That's what they do. Oh my God. They carve. It's completely, it's semi-fictional. Okay. So I don't know if that whole thing happened, but I just remember reading someone wrote a post about their nan saying when they came home, um, they just lived out the rest of their days in guilt and shame. A lot of a lot of the soldiers, the Wehrmacht soldiers, didn't know what was going on. The what soldiers? Wehrmacht is the just the German army. Okay. They didn't know what was happening. What do you mean? They they, they were don't... just fighting a war. Uh... They didn't know that the the government was summarily murdering this Jews. This is why I have such an issue. Obviously, some like, of them did because they were they were present and they did it, but... Yeah. But here's the thing. This is why I have such, like, an issue with armies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a bit... Uh, this isn't me trying to get any kind of political kind of the thing going on here. This is just me uh, saying that I understand why armies exist. I understand everything about that. But what I dislike about the whole thing is that it's like... People who are in charge, politicians, typically have, like, it's like a game of chess with people who aren't themselves. That's what I disagree with. I am done. You're going to... You're going to ring a bell, aren't you, my friend? You're going to ring a bell on me, aren't you? There's the political bell. We're done. (laughs) The last thing I want to mention... Yeah. The splitting of Western Germany. The splitting of Germany. They split Germany up. The three allies, the French, the Americans, and the British took control of part of the western half of Germany. The eastern half was taken control of by the Russians. This okay. happened in Berlin as well. Okay. Uh, so that's why the wall? Or am I getting the, my part The Berlin history? Wall went up. Yes, you are correct. Ah! Look at that. Um, I'm learning. There was Churchill's Iron Curtain speech. 
because there was communists in the East, the Eastern Bloc, it was called, yeah. and the capitalists in the West. He said from, oh goodness, somewhere in the North, he said, to Trieste in the, in the, in the Baltic. Uh, I can't remember his exact speech, but he came and went, uh, talked about this, this Iron Curtain coming up. Yeah. Trieste in the Adriatic. Let's have a look. I like how you have to quickly like check like check your check your files for all this kind of stuff. From Stettin in the Baltic, Stettin's in Poland, to Trieste in the Adriatic, an iron curtain has descended across the continent. And actually, it's what Hitler was fighting to avoid: is the rise of communism, and it was eventually his downfall. Oh God! Uh, the, the establishment of the USA and the USSR as the two main superpowers were the main benefactors of this war. The League of Nations did begin. There uh, in 1946, which is basically, which be- later became the United Nations, uh, and because Japan technically fought in the war, they took the German islands. There are islands in like around Japan that they took. I didn't. I don't know that because they were. They had to. If you say so, maybe you don't know so little about history. Uh, that's all I know. That's all I know. All because of one video. Well, there's not much more to discuss, really. World War II's over. well and truly done <laughs> at this point. You get to sort of 1950 and the Cold War's beginning. The war in Korea happens and Vietnam, like I said. Rationing stops. Rationing stopped in the mid-50s. Yeah. We're there. We're all there. Yeah. That's been the first episode of I Don't Know Anything About History. Am I doing that or are you? What? I am don't I, know why I'm Am I supposed it. to do that? No, I just, I just felt so tired. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the first episode of I Don't Know Anything About History. RJ, how do you feel? Do you feel like you know a little bit more about history? I think I know a little bit more about history. So maybe we have to rename this podcast to I Know A Little Bit About History. No, I still don't know anything about history. He still doesn't know anything else. What are we going to do next time? What do you want to hear about next time? Um, anything. We can go for, from the establishment of Wales. Um, the establishment of Wales. Yes. If you like. um, We can do that if you wish. The British Empire. The Brit- yeah. I wouldn't mind get, go, looking a bit closer to home. I guess just uh, on the All next right then. one, and then we'll we'll see how it goes. We can go, uh, or we can go to the Battle of Hastings in 1066. Um Do the Battle of Hastings in Norman Britain, if you like. It's up to you. It's all. It's your podcast, buddy. Well, you teach me the history. You, that you, you are my know. you are my student, and I am your tutor. So I shall teach you what you like. Thank you very much. That's quite all right, ladies and gentlemen. That has been the first episode of I don't know anything about history with me, Alex, and. Me, RJ. Who knows a little bit more about history now. Yes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, was it? Blueberry. Or uh, whatever podcast platform you use. Please check out Podmage. Uh, also, you can check out, uh, give us a five-star rating. Everyone loves that. We love those five-star ratings. Send us a comment. Whatever you like to do. Yeah. Also, check out Cup of R- the Cup of RJ podcast. I'm on it. I've been on it twice now. You can follow Cup of RJ on Twitter. You can follow I Don't Know Anything About History podcast on on Twitter at I D K A A History. I D K A A History. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex Rikili. I don't mind about that. That's cool too. I don't care very much anymore. It's fine. This is a long outro. <laughs> well, I like a long outro. It's like foreplay. Again, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you again next time. Say goodbye, RJ. Goodbye, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough.